when you go into a game with a great coach and a great game plan, you feel like you will prepare for anything that may come your way. With Love and Light Doula Agency, you will also feel like you have a great coach and game plan. Love and Light Doula Agency specializes in postpartum support, fertility support, labor support, and surrogacy consultations. Call 410-657-8767 today or visit the website loveandlightdoula.com to get started. That's 410-657-8767 and loveandlightdoula.com. Schedule your consultation today. One last time, 410-657-8767. L-O-V-E-A-N-D-L-I-G-H-T-B-O-U-L-A.com. Gentlemen, you are listening to Sideline Talk. Coach Herbert's in the building. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Tay, in the building. I ain't got slapped once. Complete disrespect. What it is, y'all? It's your boy, Alan, saying the place to be. What's going on? What's some up? What? Put their hands on. <laughs> Hey, look, man, look, look, we got to get straight to it. <laughs> Y'all see the show title? I promise you, I promise you, we're going to get to uh, sports soon. We're going to get to the sports. We're going to talk about pre-agency. Uh, we're going to talk about some trades. We're going to talk about uh, some prospects in, in the upcoming NFL draft, which is a month away. Exactly one month away to the date. Yep. But before that, let's talk about the slap across Zamunda. Who started us off? Who, who, who wanna go first, man? Al seemed pretty adamant about him not being slapped. I said we should go with Al. <laughs> well, we got smart it up. Um, so I caught the after effect on Twitter. Of course, I wasn't watching the Oscars, but um, actually, no, someone posted the link in Clubhouse at the top, and I seen it on there. Oh, you know, the whole situation him throwing a few jokes, Chris Rock to me sucks at improv. And when you don't really get a chance to get his jokes and like really study out his jokes, and that's not really his bag. Trying to go off the crowd, that's somebody like DL, that's somebody like Bernie Mac, somebody like Robert Harris. They excel in that. That's not Chris Rock's thing. Chris Rock is a very dark provoking comedian. When he has time to sit down and give you the facts, he's funny that way to me. He's funnier that way to me. So, him at the Oscars giving up big bad joke. All right, cool. Will Smith getting up and slapping somebody. I didn't see that happening. But he went up there, was pretty adamant about slapping him, and then walked away like I bet this nigga better not <laughs> swing at me. It wasn't no follow up. I wasn't gonna come up there to fight him. I just came up there to let him know. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to leave it in the first lap. 
Joe, are you going next or you and me go? Uh, you go ahead. All right, so let's address a couple things. First of all, Chris Rock, what you thought Will was coming up there to do, though? Like, when he started walking up there, you're like, oh, I'm still joking around, old Richard. And then when he smacked them the first time, well, when he smacked them, like, I, I was looking for retaliation from Chris Rock, but it didn't happen. He flinched again, like, like he was literally about to do something else to him. But Will just turned around. First of all, when you turn your back to somebody after you hit him, that's like the ultimate sign of disrespect. He turned his back. He fixed his suit. And he went and sat back down and then told him to keep his wife's name out of his effing mouth. To which Chris replied, I'm going to. After you got slapped. <laughs> so, first of all, you can't slap me, bro. I'm sorry. You can't. I don't care how many. First of all, he ain't care how many millions is on the table. Will Smith got plenty enough money where he was just like, I got to slap this. I got to slap this dude, like, right now. Like, right now, I got to slap And he got up and slapped it. Everybody's like, oh, well, he laughed first. That was a, if you're from Baltimore, you, you know, you know what that laugh meant. That laugh was, ha, ha. And then, like, Martin, somebody done told him wrong. And that's what pursued after that. I think the funniest thing out of all of it was... <laughs> I got to say, him losing train of thought on with the teleprompter in front of him. Like, we here for a documentary. I mean, we here for Oscar. I'm like, this, he slapped the thought out this man. <laughs> that was the funniest part to me. I was like, oh, so nobody going to address the fact that he don't know where he at right now. He ain't coherent. And we ain't seen Chris Rock for the rest of the night. I don't even know where he at now. He might be a seat aside now. But we don't know. He might got a concussion, but what you ain't going to do is slap me, and I don't do nothing about it. Korea not. Period. First of all, I don't know how to feel about the slap, because it seemed like he put a little effort to it, and Chris Rock ain't about He probably 10 pounds over the crack weight limit that he had in that role, so I'm suspecting him to floor a little bit more, so I don't know if it was him being the jitters or he ain't want to lean into it, but I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of motherfuckers, I think I feel like that was a build-up. Motherfuckers been clowning him all the time. Him and his wife been going at it for a while about the whole stuff they've been posting. And he just wanted to smack the shit out of somebody. You know, I just, man, shit happens. Shit, the best of them. You know, you think Martin Luther King ain't smacked a couple motherfuckers and shit? Yeah. A lot of people get yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I ain't put too much into it. I thought the joke was, was slight. I ain't think it, it deserved a reaction. He could have said something slick, but hey, that's just me. Yeah. Listen, listen, all the jokes and all that is great. I was confused because. What he said didn't deserve that type of reaction. Hmm. It's like if well, I can't say that because I don't know. I'll say this: when I first seen it, I said, like, "Whoa!" I had, I had, I had a wait a minute, let me watch this again type moment. 
And then I'm starting to try to analyze, like, why did he go that far? Like, if she has, is like, we know it's, I think some people say she got alopecia or whatever. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, well, maybe it's more than that. Maybe we found out it's something cancerous. You know what I mean? They did not let it on. And it hit a nerve. That's what my first thought. Then I thought, well, maybe since we're talking about King Richard and all that, he's still in, he's still in Richard Williams mode. Which Williams was getting his behind whooped in the movie, but he still yeah, took people. He still, he did step to him. So I thought maybe that was the case. And then I'm just looking at it from just the optics of it, like it's just bad all the way around. And I'm like, when people say he defended his woman, I'm like, okay. But they've been together damn near 30 years. And I'm sure he heard worse jokes, worse moments, worse things have been in. Never mind. That's why I go left. Whoa. Whoa. But, like, but that moment, Chris Rock of all people, you swing like, he, like he could have he could have still defended his woman by getting up there and g checking them on the stage. Hey, bro, Blase like apologize right now, and we sort of been like, damn, Will Smith, Will Smith a G for that. You know what I mean? If he made a man apologize on live TV, and then that could have been great, but he slapped them, and that kind of like took away from the entire night. And that it not only tarnished his his award, no one remembers his acceptance speech. The fact that Chris Rock was up there to present an award to Quest Love was now overlooked. The fact that you had two black female hosts, two or well, three female hosts, two of them who happen to be black is now overlooked. The fact that um another Woman of Color won Best Supporting Actress. That's now overlooked. All because he made a childish decision. Mm. That's my thought. Like, come on. I see, yo, I see, I see Taywan fade, yo. He don't give a fuck about none of that shit. None of it, That's the wrong move, yo. That's the wrong move. None of it. Hey, 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 Jamon, I don't think it was staged. I, I, ain't no way I believe that stage. Bro, let me say this. To your point about him, people saying stuff about, you know, his family and his wife and all that. Yes, people have said that. Not many people have said that in the face of him and his wife. In your face. You I, I don't care if it's, it's still disrespectful when you think about their history. Chris Rockman saying stuff about them for a long time. You know, since 2016. Now look, he has. You know what he said in 2016? I do know what he said in 2016. I, I see and what he said in 2016. That's disrespectful. And, and maybe in their eyes, anyway. In their In their eyes, it is. <laughs> All I'm saying is this: if it had not been Chris Rock, if Amy Schumer had made that joke, might have went over a different way. But by being Chris Rock, Will was just like, yeah. And then he, he I think the smack was, to, to John's point, John was like, you know, he ain't really cocked back. I think the smack was meant to disrespect. 
I don't think it was meant to harm. I think he wanted him to be disrespected. Yeah, because you and, overhanded. Yeah, and it and it was it was like a <laughs> I keep thinking about his face after he got smacked, but it was like it was subtle to the point where like he was still laughing as he was walking up to him. So like, yo, you gonna get smacked. That's what it was. He got smacked. <laughs> I can't I can't say it was wrong. I cannot say it was wrong because it's some stuff that I would have did. You, so and you, he could you you believe he couldn't find another way to handle it as effective? Not in the, not in those 15 seconds. But it had I mean, to be done thing, in those 15 though. seconds. Right, that's the thing. In we his mind? No. No why no why no why lifetime decisions that? in 15 seconds. People, you know how many people are there? He's making a lifetime reason? decision that's going to stick with him and for the rest of his life in 15 seconds. And that, and that's <laughs> that. You know how many people are in jail for the same reason? Exactly. Like, that's and that's the wrong. problem. That's the problem. <laughs> well, that depends on how you look at it. That's what I'm wrong. Depends it's on how you look at it. Hey, hey, hey Taewon, you know what you sound like? You sound like <laughs> an episode of the Dave Chappelle's uh, show. We're keeping it wrong, keeping the real goes wrong. <laughs> and, you, and you also sound like an episode of Boondocks, real nigga moment. <laughs> hold up, hold up, wait, 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 wait. wait. your perspective. Wait, John, and it's another episode of the Boondocks because his reaction was a, monk, uh, a million dollars in the monkey cage. Yeah. You showing your ass in front of all these people. They only want you there anyway. All you knew this of all people, the man who has two guys who have, who are A-list celebrities, that they let in has has great character for the most part. You do that on this. Yeah. Let me ask you this: was always that go-to guy for me when I say black, white, friendly black people. Right. I don't know if he's still white, friendly black people. Black right. person. Now. <laughs> they might be scared now. What Will Smith got left to prove? Just answer that. No, 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 no. It's, 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 no. it's not nothing to prove. I know. It's not. It's not nothing to prove. That's my point. It's a response to. It's the responsibility that you carry as a black man. That's what it, that's what it is. I agree with you. It's a responsibility. It it's also it's another responsibility to protect what's mine as well. Correct. Correct. Right. But well, what, what is it yours? Was it, was it really well, yours? So, look, we not. That's that's beyond I'm the point. Done. I mean, was it really yours? John, that's beyond <laughs> the point. Everybody's <laughs> skipping this question. Right. Everybody's question. When it was found out that Tyler Perry. And Denzel talked to this nigga afterwards, console him. What voice did Tyler Perry use? Shut up. <laughs> did he use the, hey, he smacked the shit out of that nigga, or did he use the regular voice? That's what I'm saying. That's the biggest question. See, see it wasn't my, it's Al's fault. He posted the shit. I just, yo. No, but whole time, though, he could have went to him in the commercial break. Let me go see Chris. Yeah, hey, Will Smith whooped Chris Rock ass backstage. But do it yeah, right then, right that's, there. That's a, that's a that's a silent that's a silent response to to allow disrespect. Right. You, again, 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 again you asked him for this. In the, huh? Said so to tie it into sports, since this is a sports show, it reminds me of the BA and AB situation. Both of them niggas was wrong. They both were definitely wrong. To me, I can't. I can't say what's an equal level 
of disrespect to you or equal level of retaliation to you. I can't control how you react to it. So if I say something disrespectful, I have to be willing to take on whatever retaliation is, whether that's pressure charges, whether that's suing, whether that's you springing back, whether that's you getting me jumped, whether that's you killing me. Either way, there I can. Oh damn, you went too. Like there is no too far on that response to but me. Then, pre- then pre- also with, with you, you are preaching, but also understanding the setting. If and this is not the first time Will Smith been to the Oscars. I would just say that it's definitely not the first time. Hmm. I've seen him at multiple Oscars, whether he was nominated or not. The way the Oscars work. When there's a comedian of that stature, whether he's presenting an award or hosting, he has free reign to joke and to break up, you know, the monotony in the room. Everybody buttoned up, feeling love, feeling tense. That's part of the, that's part of the whole thing. The right. fact that Al, Al Openness said he's not good at improv. The fact that he had a perfect improv joke that wasn't rehearsed, that was funny. You can't lie, say the joke wasn't funny. The joke was hilarious. His joke. His joke was funny. The joke was hilarious. <laughs> it was <laughs> hilarious. It was like, like, oh damn! And like, on, on the fly, it was hilarious. Everybody get it. Ha ha ha! That's the part thing of it. Everybody like, oh no, it's that. That joke is not funny. No, it was. It was pretty damn funny. Yes. <laughs> and that's like, it was that's, funny. The, that's the biggest issue out of the whole thing. Like, as a comedian, your art is gone. Unless you Dave Chappelle, I mean, niggas oh. are willing to get up and smack the shit out you, or you going to cancel. It's even in between those lines. There's no <laughs> if about it. You gonna get smacked the shit out of, or you gonna get canceled, or try to get canceled. It's like comedian. Mm-hmm. Like if your ass ain't really white and you ain't nigga, you really safe. Yo, you gave him more ammunition to like to turn right. turn that whole situation into like a five ten minute bit. with how you on tour? My shit, this nigga got 15, 20 minutes of a jokes popping off. Right. He about to go in on one of them. If y'all watch carefully, he almost said it last night. <laughs> That's why he had his fist balled up. He said, he said, I could right now, but I ain't gonna yeah. do it. He wasn't right. talking about fighting. Right. He was about to say, why you ain't do something with all? <laughs> That's what he was about to say. He, he, he really was about to say that was that was the most professional part of and, it. My and to, to Eddie Quarles point, he said, what type of guy eat that, though? And that's that's the thing I was like, like, like shocked and kind of applauded after after all the smoke settled down. Like the fact that he remained professional enough. He thought about so many things within that few seconds that he didn't react. Because what if he swing back on Will? What if when Will turned his back, he charged, scoop him, whatever it is? Imagine that. Right. First of all, a real dude wouldn't have been in that situation. Because once you come and up on me like that, I'm not going to stand there and laugh at your face as I do that. Right. I'm but at that point at least. Wait, wait. And that, and that kind of leads to, the, to me to the relationship they must have prior. Because if... If it's a situation where I don't know the guy and I'm making this joke, I'm not gonna sit there and just wait. I'm my defense mechanism will kick in. But if it's somebody like if I'm joking with John, I say something funny, and John walks on stage, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Rich, like, whoa, wait a minute, what the hell? 
I mean, Chris Rock has worked with both of them, so I'm quite sure he has that 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 working relationship with them. He's been on Fresh Prince a couple of times. He was on, I think it was Shark Tales or whatever that was. And when you do a, a animated movie, you know yeah. y'all more because y'all gotta get more chemistry together because you're just using your voice. And y'all playing off of your voice. So him well, and just... well, him and um, Jada were in movies where they were building that voice over chemistry. Well, that just goes more to the disrespect. The fact that he even stood there like that was like, this, this is Will Smith. I think ain't going to do nothing to me. <laughs> it's like, a joke. We, we... <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Richard coming up here. Oh, hey. Right. Yo. I'm, I'm going to leave it at this. I'm going to go ahead and let you finish her. I'm going to leave it at this, though. We're kind of going off of your point. Just because they say it's alopecia and alopecia is you know, an auto disease that is a surrogate disease. Nobody knew that Chadwick Boseman's cancer was that aggressive, was that, you know, to take him out of here. So just because of what they say don't necessarily mean that's what she has. Correct. And that's that's what I thought initially. Like, hold on, that's that's what would make a joke not that would make me cause what, what caused me to have that reaction. Like, hold up, man, you joking about something that you really don't know nothing about. And that, you know, because you gotta have some type of level of privacy. So if it's cancer, uh, uh, that's a thin line. That's a thin line. They control. It was a thin line. Johnson the blues for years. It was a thin line joke. I think the August Alcina situation was controlling. They were able to control that narrative. They edited. I think that reaction was more fake and phony than the slap. And I think both of them were scripted. Like you get, you hear her saying this shit. Y'all probably had the conversation before going on the red table about it. Yeah. And y'all gotta edit it. You yeah. know how long it takes to edit a 30 minute video? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure the edit process, they didn't already hash whatever out, out of it. Even before it got that, I think that reaction was more fake and phony and forced than the actual slack. Which probably was still scripted in my opinion, but he had time to, to apologize to Chris Rock if that's what he wanted to do. He decided not to do it and he decided to stand on the slack. So how you know I mean you gotta respect it. And to Eddie's point, what kind of man to stand there and get slapped? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of man gonna stand there and get slapped. I just know I didn't expect it. I thought we was gonna, I thought the fight was coming. I nobody on this show gonna stand there and get slapped. Nobody I know gonna stand there and get slapped. Which whatever on the line. And that's just what it is. Thanks. So to stand there and get slapped, everybody I don't I don't buy the setting part of that. At the end of the day, it's two men. That's what I don't buy the oh it's blacks. We got it. We doing this to ourselves. We don't. I ain't buying none of that. It's two men at the end of the day. Whether it was Tom Hanks saying it to uh, Will Smith, or whether it was Tom Hanks' wife just sitting there that, that Tom Hanks came and slapped somebody. It's two men. I'm not buying the race aspect of it. So at the end of the day, one man got smacked, and another man and, and stood there, and the other man fixed his suit and walked back and sat back down. And then got done telling you what he went on to tell you. 
and then had 35, 45 minutes to sit there and think about it and then apologize to everybody else but you and stood on the slack. <laughs> After multiple commercial breaks, you ain't come back out on the commercial break. <laughs> in the words of Santa Shaw, I would whoop Will Smith ass. I would whoop Will Smith ass, or we would have been in there tussling. And that's the words of my uncle Shannon. So Dre, Shannon said, Dre said Magic Johnson might go around slapping folks. <laughs> <laughs> he said Will Smith gave power to everybody who's been getting roasted for years. Be careful. <laughs> Don't, wow! Don't. If, Ma- oh, if Magic wow. cut his finger, he gonna get away with it. Cause ain't nobody. Yeah. yeah. Cause ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody. Right, so look. Shout out the winning time, y'all. Shout out the winning time. Shout out the winning time. All right. The only person, the only person who really needed to be smacking niggas at the time before he got divorced was Kanye West. It was a lot of Kim K. Fucking with around. Man, listen. Nobody. Oh, he just got depressed and probably turned gay. That was it. Yeah, he definitely need to be slapped. Never mind. Go ahead. Slap with a stop. Shop with a stop. I'm gonna make a statement. If you agree with it, you shop it. If you disagree, you stop it, and then you know you speak your piece on it. First one, shop it and stop it. Will Smith just gave Chris Rock 45 minutes of material on his tour, on his next tour. Oh, he's selling out Netflix. I'm going to shop that. He's selling out. I'm going to that for sure. That's, that's Rock and Kevin Hart got a show coming up. <laughs> they and got then like, we know what they got great. five or six cities coming yeah. up. Yeah. And then Somebody Will Smith going to um, introduce them out to the stands and shit. That's what's going to really sell out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be right. great if they come back next year for a bit on the Oscars who will in a straitjacket <laughs> and have to come out there to give a show that they asked out. All right. This is the thing. The Oscars don't have many black lifelines as far as comedians to go to. So Chris Rock is not going to be, be not invited. And come on, Will Smith cranked out a blockbuster a year. He's definitely going to be invited. Mm-hmm. Were those top studios that pay for Oscar time and Oscar awards? He's definitely going to be invited. All right. Shop it or stop it. The Ravens will sign Bobby Wagner. I'm going to stop it. <laughs> I'm going to shop it. I'm stopping it because if Seattle not giving him $11 million, I know we ain't going to give him $11 million. And Seattle wasn't offer, trying to give him so – Seattle was, was due to give him 16 Not Seattle. Who, the Rams, I'm sorry. LA. If the Rams not giving him $11 million, I can imagine what the we probably offered him seven to eight, which is <laughs> not around what he wants. So unless he's willing to really come down on that offer, we out as well. We only about we only got like 10 million up, I believe. Uh, I'm a I'm a shopping. Like not not shop. No, I'm not gonna say that. It's a push. I'm gonna say Ravens made an offer to make him think about it, but not to wow him and not leave without a deal. And I say that because I'm like thinking you just you still signed for it to what a two three year deal? No, for the free agent. Are you for the free agent? Yeah. 
Who they gave him? They gave him a two year deal last year. I don't or... know what it was, but he a free agent. Uh, I, I can't see them not at least making a, a a strong offer with you didn't sign as a Darius. You still got some money to play with, so I don't see why you can't get a chance to sign them, but it just seemed like they just not pulling the trigger when it comes to getting those big free agencies no more. In other positions, not like safety or corner. Not to mention all the offseason deals the Ravens did this year have been multiple year deals with low cap hit for this year. He's looking for a one year deal. There's no way to push money to the back end of a one year deal. So all that money is going to be coming out of this cap. So I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. What would a signer bonus do as far as for his contract? You know, as far as taking a big signing bonus, but have a low cap hit. Is that possible? That's a good question. I don't know what the cap I don't I don't I don't know what the cap is. I don't so you mean like seven million dollar signing bonus and a four four million dollar salary getting him to that eleven. Like how would that affect our cap? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know how that works. Because I always think it's play money anyway. Because any team say they minus 30 in the cap and then turn around and sign four players to like multiple, you know, five year, $100 million deals. So I think it's funny money anyway. Like I feel like if they, go, if they want somebody, they're going to make it work somehow, some way. But Josina Anderson reported that the Ravens put a highly competitive offer in. And I think I seen somebody, I forgot what report it was, said the Rams deal is around, they want to try and get him 11. They say they believe the Rams deal is around four to five million for one season. And the Ravens is around seven to nine for one season. That means he ain't got a better offer than that yet. Than that seven and nine. Correct. And, and he's his own agent, as most players who are at his age tend to be. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon for players to represent themselves, especially as they get older. So he could be, you know, holding out for a better offer. Or, or if no better offer comes, then it's like, okay, well. So what's the better decision? It's interesting, though. We'll see how it play out. Uh, Final four has been set. You got Villanova, well, two games on Saturday. You got Villanova at Kansas. And how fitting. In Coach K's last year, you got North Carolina versus Duke. For the first time in tournament history. First time it t- that's insane. Duke had <laughs> North Carolina has the opportunity to not only give in Coach K <laughs> a loss at Cameron Indoor, but also to knock him out of the tournament, give him the final loss of his career. That's that's wild. And now yeah. this is on the heels of that celebration that took place on in on Cameron Court at the end of the when they knocked him out, out of the Cameron. So that's a little added fuel to the fire. That's impressive. 
That's exciting. Yeah, That's the best storyline. I'm waiting to say something. I said we could beat their ass in New Orleans. Right. Being in North Carolina, being in New Orleans, it don't matter. Bye, Coach K. I appreciate it. The house of a coach. Dang. I gotta give I gotta give a big shout out. I don't know, I don't know if anybody realized it, but a big shout out to Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis, former North Carolina Tar Heel, he was assistant there for what six seven years under uh, Coach Williams. Yeah. Former NBA, what ten? He played like 10, 12 years in the league. He was moving around for a minute. Some, yeah, yeah, one of the better three point shooters in the history, but. This season is his very first head coaching opportunity, period. He took the Tar Heels to the Final Four. That is impressive, especially with a Tar Heels roster where they don't have a top 10 pick. No one, like nobody on that roster, you can say, yeah, he's, he's definitely a top five. He's top 10. He's lottery. None of them. That's impressive. That's great coaching. Man, shout out. Yeah, definitely shout out to Coach Davis. Brave Boy say the Rams going to get him. All right. I'm going to say it like this. Coach K, we will never see again a coach that's going to sit at a program 30-something years, that many Final Fours, that many championships. I just don't see that happening. One, with the mobility of college basketball. Two with the one and done culture of the college basketball, you have a bad recruiting trip or two or three bad recruiting trips, and you get close to being fired. And not only that, oh. it's like, do y'all think with the you know with the NIL deals? Do you think one and done culture is is about to be over with? You still gonna get more money in the league. So, but if you already making millions, like, well, I'll say for the for like the the big names, like like certain like like the fact that Mikey Williams is not even a senior, and he makes <laughs> he making mil- multiple millions of dollars as a high school junior. He's not even number one player in his class, but he's marketed as one of the best. Do he really need to jump straight to the league? Or he can say, you know what, let me mess around in college, make some more money and some more money and get a degree. But when, you know. I hope they would. I I would. But I think when you market it like that, you kind of want these players I feel like they they will want to make more money than what they're doing. I think that's gonna it's only that's only for like the unicorns. I, I really don't buy. I mean, it's gonna be other players from college that's gonna hop on and and outwork and out hustle and out shine from the coaching that they they going to get these D one offers or HBC whatever you go and recruit that. Um, so all these players that do go to skip out on college and find some other a- avenue to go before the NBA, you might not see the floor NBA. You might not, you might just be athletic as fuck and then 
phase out. I'm like, oh, what happened to you? So it, it just, it all depends on your, your where you want to go and how, how much work you're going to put into it. I also think it, it helps the um, the NIL deal will help the players. Say the players like, um, let me see. I'll, I'll throw a former player out there. Like, y'all, well, y'all remember Felipe Lopez, right? Mm-hmm. When Felipe Lopez was in high school, it wasn't NIL deals or whatever, but he was like the biggest name, biggest high school player. People was talking crazy, comparing, saying he the you know the Cuban Michael Jordan, whatever, whatever his nationality is, no disrespect, but he was like the next one, and he goes to St. John's, and his first year was pretty good, and his second year kind of tailed off. Like he came back the second year because he wanted to improve his draft stock. So, I feel like the NIL deals can help in that situation. You get a player who was a top 10 um, player in, in, in high school. They transitioned to college basketball, and it wasn't really – it wasn't what they what they expected. They need another year. So then they could sit another year, still make some money, better their craft, and then come out. Yeah, I think with the mid, yeah, definitely. But somebody of, let's just say LeBron's stature, if he would have went to college, or – Zion Williamson or Kyrie. Um, Kyrie. Ben Simmons. I think they would have still been one and done. Because, yeah, I can make money here and show here. OJ Mayo would have probably been one and done. But, yeah, I can show here and make money, but I can go to the league and make more. That's a legit point. Um, I'm definitely thinking that the the one and done mentality is is here to, is here to stay. Um, what's the what's the alternative? So making maybe let's say at max two to three million in college, or going to the league and getting what ten to twelve first year. That a million dollar Nike deals. Right, but you can still get those Nike deals in college, though, correct? Yeah, I mean, you could get them coming out of high school at a hundred million, huh? Like a hundred million. If you if your 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 star is big enough, I think Mikey got a. uh, I think Mikey got like a deal. I don't think it was a hundred million, but fact, McGrady got that when McGrady was come out come out of high school, Mm -hmm. and he went to the league. He got a hundred million deal. His 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 endorsement deal was bigger than his contract. Yeah, most of them are. Like that's every year. And so I mean, that's a no-brainer to go to the league then. Right. I'm probably thinking like the one guy, but like somebody like a diamond stone. He wouldn't well, have been unless they, <laughs> unless they put some type of cap on which they can't of saying you can't go back and get your degree. People are just gonna go. Cause you can always go back and get your degree. Like mm-hmm. once you got that money to fall back on. I know one thing I would go. Or, or they could just say, you know what? Let's open it back up. You can come straight to the league. 
from high school. And that's the NBA going on. I wouldn't want that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The NBA could do that. I wouldn't want that. Because when you look at it, Al, I thought about it. Like, like, when you look at the total number of players who came to Lee straight from high school, the percentage is better of, of the players who succeeded. Is it? Yes. And when I say succeeded, meaning made it past the rookie contract, who played more than four or five years in the league. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Success from that, from that standpoint. Got you. Okay. That's it's like the numbers is like, damn, when you really think about it, like, yo, it's successful. And I'm not talking about the Hall of Fame guys. Take the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame guys out of it. Lou Williams is 10 plus years in the league. All right, Lou Will. J.R. Smith, 10 plus years in the league. Darius mm-hmm. Miles had, had 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 injuries, but he was what, seven years in when he was out. Okay. Kendrick Perkins, over 10 plus years. Eddie Curry, almost 10 years. Tyson Chandler, over 10 years. Dwight Howard, over 10 years. Um, Deshaun Stevenson, damn near 10 years. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, when you say it like that, yeah, I'm thinking like the top guys coming out of high school, like their chances of being a, not an all pro, what are they called? All star. <laughs> Right, right, right. Out of high school. Like, yeah, those but, guys are few and far between. Like, your McGrady's, your Kobe's, your KG's, LeBron. Yeah. But but even that's the case if you come out of college. There's some guys who went four years in college and never been to the All-Star. But they play multiple years in the NBA. You get what I'm saying? That's fair. I mean, I just think of the, the worst-case scenario. Like, I mean, I know we get, like, the Kobe's, the Shafts. But that 2000s era, for me, was horrible because there were so many teams that were banking on high school players. Mm. And I just remember, like, high school players just coming in and just destroying so many different teams. I mean, it worked in Indiana with Jermaine O'Neal, but it failed in Indiana with Jonathan Bender. Well, no, it that's worked. different. But that's, that's, it failed because of injury. <laughs> but But – Take the same team. We look at that team. They had three high school players, technically four high school players within the within the organization, and only one of them failed because of injury. And he was the more was stack high school or stack went to college. Stack was high school. Okay. Technically, stack was high school. He ain't go. He ain't play in college. So. I thought he played. In- no, nah, stack was out of high school. Yeah, he went overseas to play after um because he's supposed to went to uh, I think. Kansas or somewhere, if something happened, he played North Carolina. No, nope. no, not, not Stackhouse, not Jerry Stackhouse. Oh, about, oh, Jackson. Jackson. oh, okay. I thought you said Stackhouse. No, 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 Stack. He's talking about Stephen Jackson, but Stephen Jackson, Al Harrington, Jermaine O'Neal, okay. and Jonathan Bender. And only okay. one, of, and Bender, it was just injuries. Okay. So it's it works. It's just you know. It depends. Where was Hellfair? Hellfair went Minnesota, I think. Yeah. It's a, right. And then Phoenix and Portland and Cleveland and Boston. Yeah. I think I think Sebastian played five, six years in the league. I know he played a bunch of years, but he ain't had none of them productive, really. <laughs> like, it's still successful. I got I got six years in the NBA. That's millions of dollars. I mean, that's fair. That's, that's success. 
By like, comparison, yes. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about these quarterbacks, fellas. The NFL draft, a month away. And all I'm hearing is whether it's Malik Willis, whether it's Kenny Pickett, whether it's Matt Coral, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, or whoever else. All I'm hearing is, yeah, these guys need about a year or so development. Mm-hmm. But I steady hear these names being picked in the first round. So my question is, is the fifth-year option that you get when drafted first-round players, is it worth it to the quarterback position? Especially if with this class, because it seems you though you can get a quarterback in the second round on four years and still give them time to develop. And you'll know within that four years whether you're gonna stick with them or you're gonna go back to the well in the draft and find the next hot prospect. Is a fifth year option that important? My answer is yes. And here's why it's important. The average salary of the quarterbacks that are making money, showing potential and making money right now is what? 35 per year to 50 per year, right? The average salary of a fifth-year option quarterback this year for Baker Mayfield was $19 million. When you think about that in comparison, that's a $16 million difference from the lowest one. $16 million can get you a lot of, of talent in this league. So to me, it's worth the fifth-year option if your player does pan out by year four. So let's just say five quarterbacks are taken, right? Let's just say for sake of argument, three are taken in the first round, all right? If one of them pans out, the team with one panning out is really in good shape when it comes time to negotiate because they get an extra year of with $16 million left to go on there that cap. Because, I mean, if you tell me I got to pay $19 million to – um, Lamar Jackson next year, or I got to pay Lamar Jackson $50 million next year. That's a big difference when you think about that. So I, I believe drafting a, if you draft a quarterback in the first round, obviously you want to, you're trying to get some type of um, value for it. So you would potentially trade back to, to the later part of the first round and then still get your quarterback. That way you can get garner more picks out of it or something like that. But you want that $16 million. You've seen what the Ravens can do with what we have eight, what, 16 going into free agency or 18 going into free agency? So it's a lot of money. You got, I think you need it. But at the same, on that last point, I think if you was to work on a contract with that quarterback, you don't have, it opens up more cap for that year. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of paying the 16 million. Outright, like like the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the fact that they, they ain't work out a deal with Orlando Brown, and you got to pay him that type of money, you couldn't work out a long-term deal with Tyreek Hill. So you had to mm-hmm. trade him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. 
But we also talk about five, four years from now when the cap number will be substantially higher. So if, sure. if you go to sure. a team like, excuse me, if you go to a team like Detroit, who has, uh, I guess you know, money to spend or whatever the case may be, the sixteen million dollars could possibly get the eighteen, the nineteen that you pay in the quarterback in the fifth year is not really hurting you as much as say fifty would. Right. Like you got to pay them. I mean, eventually, but the fifth year option kind of ensures you that one extra year, in my opinion. And they can give you your four years of starting instead of three. Because I think all of these quarterbacks will be rushing a year. And so unless they're put in places without matter of fact, I don't I don't see any of these quarterbacks starting even over top or bottom talent, quote unquote quarterback, starting quarterbacks right now. It's technically the only open spot at quarterback. Well, no, there is no open spot. There's two. Carolina and but is these is these quarterbacks really better than Sam Donald? And no, I would say Carolina. I would be worse. I was saying Detroit and Seattle. But so so okay, so they're definitely better than Jared Goff and Drew Lott. In my opinion. That's just me personally. I mean, what, what more Jared well, what about, Goff show y'all? Well, what about right, no, I understand. Go ahead, John. What you say? What about what about Houston? Ain't like they gotta show no like, Hey, Davis Mills was they like I mean, I, obviously they like Davis Mills because they could have put Baker in a deal. They said, "Hell no, no damn Baker, I'm fine with Davis." <laughs> they said, "We got a bottom bitch right there on the bench that so he can start just as." <laughs> Come on, Davis, you fine. Right. They want Baker because Baker's in his fifth year. Um, and nineteen million dollars. Right, that was nineteen million dollars you had to pay Baker. Not to mention you're getting a lesser draft pick than what you would. Like so, if you include Bacon a deal, you're not getting all the number ones that you was getting before, right? right. So, so I'd rather have those number ones than have Bacon Mayfield and just bide my time with Davis Mills. So it's not really, it's not really a a, a vote of confidence for Davis Mills or not to Bacon in that sense. But I'd rather have a first round pick than I would rather have a guy that's getting paid $19 million that I, a one-year rental. I can one-year rental with Davis Mills on a rookie contract. So to answer John's question, I mean, first of all, I ain't buying Davis Mills. Let's just establish that. (laughs) Yo, Davis Mills numbers wasn't, ain't that bad. Davis Mills. I see a lot of L's. That's what I see the numbers are. Well, I mean. We look. We look at that roster. What you expect? Hey, there was a lot of L's with the, with Deshaun Watson. Right. <laughs> like what you? We have four dubs. Well, we we blame a lot of that on that head coach though. And uh, it, we can blame a lot of it on this head coach. I mean, David Cully ain't getting another head coaching job. Let's let's be frank. He was he was the ball guy. They, yeah, David Cully just signed a contract and was like, "Yeah, let me get this free money, little real quick. I'll be right. back somewhere else." Like Hugh Jackson said, unfortunately, they asked Hugh Jackson, why do black coaches take bad coaching jobs? And it's, you've got to strike while the iron is hot because you might never get another chance to take another job. 
So that's why he had to take the job. I appreciate it. We don't get the date, the the Dallas job. The we we lucked up, we got the Sailors job, but we don't, we don't get those offers. They don't they don't come around. You get the Jets, you get the Jaguars, you get the Browns. Those are jobs that come around. And then you win in Detroit. Who did that? Like, oh, I'll take you to the playoffs and I lose. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then you go to Miami, then you lose that. I mean, yeah, in Miami again, Detroit. Well, did a hell of a job in Detroit. Ain't no coach done what he did in Detroit. Well, he, he coached again, right? Job everywhere he been at. No, that's uh, Lovey Smith. My bad. So um, you can call Burles on the on the trustee board at church. You can call Willie. <laughs> So, with the quarterbacks in this class, who's the best? Malik Willis. <sighs> I, I'm gonna have to go with. Right now, probably Kenny Pickett is the best right now, just because of his ability to um, break the pocket, still make some of the throws. I think Malik Willis has the best upside um, as far as, you know, what he could become out of those two. So I'm not buying into another New York, North Carolina quarterback. Um, I got to do a little bit more scouting on Reddick. But I would say probably Kenny Pickett is the best right now. I'm going to say none of them are the best. Y'all need work. Y'all need some type of uh, addition to that game to make them feel like, oh yeah, I, I like this QB class. So who's closer then to to being you know ready? It depends on what team you go to. I like Riddler um, because he's real uh, direct. He's real decisive. He knows where he's going with the ball, and he 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 can do things. He looked like a veteran. Um, Pickett just seems like they, he, they everybody's in love with him because of his arm talent. I'm not even get front. Like, you can see the ball come out of his hands, and that shit just darts in different directions. But that's, that's about it. I mean, I'm not all wild at him. Um, who's the, uh, the North Carolina, he's just a, another typical Baker Mayfield type of a guy to me. That's looked that. like Baker. His stature looked like Baker. I was tripping. Yeah. I was definitely like Baker. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, he probably should have came out earlier than not stayed another year. Right, help his draft class. Uh, what's the other quarterbacks? They, they're so forgettable. Uh, uh, Willis, I see no real film work from him other than, you know, his pro days. But you ain't, watch, he, you ain't like his uh, Syracuse or? I didn't watch none. I didn't watch no QB film work other than what I watched on Saturday. For Malik Willis? Yeah. And I know he can make all the throws. I just need to know what team he's going to. That's going around. Yeah. That's I think the most important thing, bro. I think that's the most important thing. Which quarterback? Yeah, I was just saying that's the most important thing with any quarterback. I mean, if you get the right coach around you that's willing to build off of your, your skill set 
and the right organization that's stable, any of these quarterbacks, you know, may not be talked about 10, 20 years down the line, but for four four year runner, for two year runner, three year runner, might work. So I mean, every, go ahead, go ahead. No, because because you made you know the the comment about you know the fifth year option and how important it is. So just look at these guys here. Like, which quarterback would you be more willing to? You know what? I think he could be something within the next within that time frame in that first contract. Because we see Malik Willis has a gigantic arm. He's six one and some change. He can he can escape the pocket. I don't think he's as dynamic as a runner as you know people make it out to be. You know, um, he he makes some solid throws. It's just other times you like eh, give him some time. He'll he'll be even better. So like who who's that guy for you? I will say this. I'm still going to stick with Kenny Pickett. Just on just based on the fact that he's decisive. And when I look at Malik Willis, Malik Willis is indecisive. Mm-hmm. And when I look at um, Sam Howell, sometimes it seems like he is he throws the he puts the ball in jeopardy by throwing in double coverage or real real contested situations. When I watch Kenny Pickett throw it, he he looks safe, but not. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He looks he's safe with the ball, but he's not. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but but he's not making bad decisions. He's not. He's safe, but he's not – I don't know the word, but I can't even think of the word right now. He's not he, – what you say, uh, I would say uh, dangerous. Like, he's not going to do nothing out of norm. Right, 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 right. Well, you could you could say he's not a gunslinger. Gunslinger going to throw the ball no matter what the fuck they ask that. The windows or the angles, they're going to just throw the ball at any type of way. Mm-hmm. That's that could be a gift and a curse. Yeah, it's a gift. That's what I'm saying. Like, because it's a gift for guys like Aaron Rodgers, who's safe, but he's also like arguably one of the best to ever do it. But at the same time, when I say safe, I don't want to mean I don't want to mean like I'm I'm content with a checkdown. He's he's safe with the ball, but not content. If that makes sense, he he'll he'll push the envelope, but he's going to make sure that. Pre-snap, he's gonna make sure that he sees as soon as that ball is snapped. So that puts him in the best situation to me. It, nobody's gonna drop into a situation like uh, what's the dude that went to New England? Um, I'm not Hoya Jesus. Uh, Mac Mac Wilson, Mac Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Yeah, so <laughs> Mac Jones. Mac Jones fell into a great situation. Let's just be—he did. He fell into a great situation, even though good, he's he don't a good have player. big name wide receivers. But when you think about where they get him at, they got him in the first round, right? First round, round like twelve or thirteen, something like that. Good player, huh, I mean, 
We know. We know. We know what we see. How many people land in that situation, bro? Like, he just landed in a great situation. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, all right. So, all right. So, look at me. I'll, I, I'll ask it this way. With every team already having a quarterback on the roster, what is the best – What's the best situation for I do this, John? In fact, I do this way. John, what's the best situation for Ritter? T, what's the best situation for Kenny Pickett? And Al, what's the best situation for Malik Willis? Okay. For I guess I'll I'll kick it off. For me with Malik Willis, I think. Possibly, possibly Denver, possibly New Orleans. Um, behind those two quarterbacks, that they're kind of, Denver's definitely sore on Russell. New Orleans, I don't believe it's sore on Jameis. Okay. So I think he's learning a lot from Russell if he goes to Denver. I think he's pushing Winston to either take that job or back him up, or to be the starter in New Orleans. Okay. And skill sets are kind of similar. Um, he's built like a running back. I mean, he's not that fast. He's not really like a Lamar Jackson, but he's built. He's literally built like a running back. <laughs> to me, it's easy. Tampa. Mm. You, go, you go to Tampa. You sit behind the greatest of all times for the next year or two, depending on how long he wants to play. You learn, you learn from him, you learn from Leftwich and Bruce Arians, and you're the heir apparent to take over there when it's your time to take over, which won't be long. So it's no pressure there. It's no pressure at all. Nobody expects you to beat out the greatest of all times. You come in there, you pay your dues, do whatever you got to do, and then you're in good shape going forward in your career. Uh, I say for really, I, I have more options. It ain't, it ain't as simple, but it has a format, a formula, if you would say. Uh, every team that I'm going to say has a running game that goes with it. I believe he can – one thing about him, I feel like he can lead a team to at least a playoff appearance or maybe get to a divisional round if he has this these tools with him. So the teams that I'm going to say will be a perfect position where he'd be have to sit and watch and wait for his opportunity would be the Colts, the Titans, be behind Matt Ryan or be behind Tannehill. I don't believe in Tannehill. I mean, I know everybody in love with the season shit, but when you get into the playoffs with a real test, you fold. And it is what it is. When you take Derrick Henry out of the equation, they fold. Okay, it was AJ Brown or whoever's in the receiver core, they fold with their quarterback. Um, and to piggyback on what Tay said, I would say that whole damn division. You can be behind Tom Brady. You don't know how long he's gonna stay. You can wait and see if Jameis Winston's gonna fuck up and then take over there game <laughs> right there. You don't know what um Chris McCaffrey, he restructured his deal. You can take that job away from Sam Donald because it ain't that difficult. And Falcons, they gave a two-year deal to Mariota. Shit. Like I said, you can sit and wait for like a year or two 
and know that you can be a leader enough to take over these teams. That's the perfect situation for, uh, I feel like, for Rivers. Yeah, you know, I, I got to side, like, pivot just a little bit because you triggered something. Is Mariota the second-best quarterback in that division now? Damn. Mariota. I look at Jameis as, like, the black Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because when he good, he good. <laughs> when he bad, damn. Hold <laughs> up, what is it, Jameis? Tom Mariota. Brady. Brady. He's the third. And Sam Donald. Yeah, Mario was the third. I'm going Brady and Jameis over, over Mario. That division brought Tom Brady out of retirement. Nigga <laughs> 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 said, yeah, all right. Y'all wish I would. Right, those are easy money. He's like, man, he won't back in the playoffs at least. He said, these are moves y'all not going to make? Tom Brady, quarterback? I'm back. All right, so we we was gonna talk. We talking about safeties now in the draft. Go, ahead, you about to say something? I didn't bring up my quarterback. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even bring up my quarterback. Oh, I thought you I went with Malik Willis already. Yeah, oh no, 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 my bad. That one your quarterback. Yes, yeah, yeah. All right, so for for your quarterback, what's the best situation? And you can introduce him that oh. way. All right, so Kill, I'm about to call him a Kill Car. Lord have mercy. Well, <laughs> Kill Glass out of Alabama AM. Um, just real quick, 6'4, 233. Um, he has a for some odd reason has a player comparison of Philip Rivers, which would be like his high sailing, which is crazy to me. But I think he's really good in the pocket. Um Slight mobility, that makes great decisions. She put him behind Tom Brady. Because, like I said, he's not trying to move, but he can. But I think his, his decision-making is really good. His anticipation is good. His accuracy is there. Pocket awareness is there. I would put him behind Tom Brady. Okay. Will Smith just apologized, by the way. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> reading too. <laughs> I was I was waiting for him to say something. I was right. like, I'm let him. I'm I was let reading him too. You you hear the disappointment in his voice though? Yeah, <laughs> I, knew, I knew the shit was coming. Guess, I guess he ain't stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple. He had a couple shots. He let that shit soak up real quick. I'm like, all right, yeah. I, I, I really I thought he was gonna stand on it because he ain't apologize immediately. And they was on there like, yeah, we. We got all dressed up just to choose chaos. I'm like, these niggas is wild. They probably put that sensitive ass nigga in the um, red table and shit. He thought about mm. it. Right. His publicist was like, you got to walk it back now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 real, real quick while you got here. Uh, Kansas City or Detroit? For who? That's easy. That's super easy. The drive, Kansas City. Yeah, that's super easy. Both. You might want to go into a goddamn Detroit. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't mind going to Kansas City. Ain't only got like a barbecue and all that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so what's next year? Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas City. <laughs> it's gonna be cold as a horse still, but that's all. Right. 
You just say you're not going to Detroit, but talk about Kansas City. Right. I'm just trying to be in the building. I'm mad Detroit got it because if it would have been DC if Detroit didn't get it. That would have been an easy drive down there. But you know it wouldn't why have been they an easy it? drive. It'd have been an okay you know, drive. Why too, right? It'd have been an easy drive. I work right there. You know what it is too. <laughs> that would be 2024. What's that? Election, a new election, and all of that. They ain't trying to mess with all bring NFL Bro. during that time. Yeah, I guess you know Trump gonna be probably trying to be back. So yeah, had niggas down there with Trump rallies and then ah. What do they with them with them trucks? Why niggas always driving? Nothing much. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's talk about it, man. I'm I'm gonna say it this way: the best safety in this year's draft is who? The best safety is Hamilton. Is it really Hamilton, or was it somebody else? I'm going to tell you my best strong safety and my best free safety that I scouted thus far. Hmm. My best strong safety is Brian Cook out of Cincy. With uh, and my sleeper strong safety is um, Jalen Green out of Mississippi State. You hmm. really going to have to look him up, look him hmm. up. My Best strong safety, I mean, free safety is I'm still struggling with this one, but I'm probably going to have to go. I like Dane Belton out of Iowa. Um, You look at his tape. You'll see what I see. He just a playmaker. Nothing super flashy. Don't look super. Um. Super over athletic, nothing like that. He just gets the job done. And he kind of reminds me of like Daryl, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Dawkins, a little bit. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with him and I'm going to go with um, Brian, Brian Cook. Cook. And you said, okay, okay. Uh, he ain't mixed his words out. He said Dane Belton is the best free safety in the draft. And That's correct. Is the best strong safety. Okay. John, who you th- who's the best? My favorite safety out of this whole draft after scouting. And we already talked about it. The homie from Baylor. Jalen, I forgot his last name. Was it uh Petrie? Petrie. Yeah. I I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, I would like to have strong in the box. But bruh, I try to tell you, he is a fucking problem. <laughs> his instincts alone, his uh run stuff and ability, his stunts, like damn it, he look like an outside linebacker at times. Like it's just it's crazy. He's aggressive downhill. He don't give up plays. He's got a motor. Like, he's just everywhere. He's going to be a high-value draft pick. And he's going to be a pro bowler for years to come. Um, my sleepers are um, McKinley from Oregon. McKinley the third. Wrong. Uh, JT Woods. The other better? You, okay. And I tell you, you, with those two safeties, you can't you can't have mistakes 
because they're going to make you pay with interceptions. If it's a tip uh, ball for interception, they're going to come down with it. They're going to find a way to get uh, a fumble recovery. It's just they they have a knack of adjusting to the balls in the air. They, they're aggressive ball hawks, and they can adjust on the fly. You can't make ugly passes and mistakes. Like, they're going to they're gonna adjust to it. They're going to cut off and be aggressive. They are my sleepers. They are my favorite uh, safeties out of this whole draft. Can't lie, I really like Petrie. I really like Petrie. His ability to make to make plays and make tackles at the line of scrimmage. Something you don't really see out of a and he only like what 190? Something yeah. like that. Like yeah, I like him too. His aggression and ability like in that box reminds me of uh Honey Badger. That's being that smaller guy who's like it, it got it got to the point where you routinely seen a running back get stopped, and it was normal. Like, oh yeah, that's just Petrie being Petrie, just making the play in the backfield, wet the line. Like that's that's what Honey Badger was doing at in LSU. And what what did y'all think about? Uh, did y'all scout uh Quinterio Cole? Who? What you speaking Quintario in tongue? Cole. You speaking in tongue? What you say? <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Quintario Cole. Oh. Nice, Scouto. Yeah, he's a transfer from HBCU to Louisville. He gonna be, he gonna outwork a lot of people. Everywhere, every time you see him in the play, he's active in the play. He's even in the run game, in the pass game, and he tackles very well. He make things happen. I think, I think he's gonna be a surprise and and do well. Like you, you don't want to see him in Bill Belichick type of a defense. So. Lil Terrio, is this is it two R's? I said Lil Terrio. I said Quint. Quintario. Yeah, Lil Terrio. Cole? Cole? <laughs> yeah. Terrio Cole. Terrio Cole. Wait a minute. His name is actually spelled like that? <laughs> Get it he right, gonna be a star. Quintario Cole. Spell, spell, spell Quintario, Al. Just what you think it is. Q U I N T E R R I O. Correct, but that's not his. <laughs> that's what I thought. Wow. Did you see it? Q W Y N N T E. Yo, where's his mother at? Where's his mother at? Hey, he on his way. John, you won. He the sleeper. Yep. With a name like that, he on his way. Um, to go off, uh, to track back real quick, so what I've seen by Brian Cook, I said that he was a hard in safety. He reminds you of a, uh, the 90s, early 2000 type of safety. Um, he, he got, I like his technique, his how he breaks down and make a tackle. He doesn't get out of position when it's time to make a tackle. Um, he doesn't get fooled on trick plays. He stays in his assignment, when, especially when it comes to, like, uh, end of rounds or um, reverses, like he's always making a play. So you don't have to worry about him getting out of zone and stuff like that. And uh, what's the other person you said, uh, Tay? Um, Dane Bolton out of Iowa. No, no, not him. Other one. Brian oh, um, Jalen Green out of Mississippi State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he popped on film when I was looking at uh, – what's the other – the corner that they got? 
Martin Emerson. Yeah, Emerson. I was looking at his film, and then then uh, Jalen Green popped on film, so I had to watch his film. Well, then I had to watch the film again with him. So, so who's next? Because I got another thing we can talk about. I think it's um Al, right? Well, I said the best was Kyle Hamilton. But I like, uh, was it Lewis Seen out of Georgia? I like uh, Jaquan Briska out of Penn State as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Daxton Hill, but I, is he's a question mark for me as well. I like Daxton Hill. He's a he's a Corey Ivy type player to me. Oh, not Corey Ivy. They yeah, keep him. He, he's a jack of all trades, but not really a master at anything yet. He can play like safety, but he's not great at it. He can play corner, but he's not great at it. He can play the nickel, he's not great at it. In my opinion, Briska's like he's the second best strong safety, in my opinion. Um come up and make plays as well. Daxton Hill, surprisingly, for a guy that's 190 pounds, comes up and makes plays in a run game, which is shocking to me as well. Yes, I um, Yeah. So I mean those those guys are I don't know, they're just getting smaller. Um, one guy I, I I'd be remiss not to mention is Bubba Bolton. I just think he need to be. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting for him to mention my man. <laughs> I got. I got to mention him. Uh, you know, uh, look out for my boy. But um, I think Bubba, Bubba, Bubba got to land in the right situation. And he the type of player he like to have free reign, and it's tough to do that in the NFL. So I'm worried about that a little bit with him. Bubba. About you, her. Uh, I was, I honestly, y'all, y'all covered everybody who I like. Um, and y'all gave me guys who I, you know, got to look at. So, like, I, I like Briska, I like Petrie, I like uh, Scene, I like um, uh, what's his name? What's the other what's that boy you just mentioned, John? Who you mentioned besides Petrie? Brisket. It was somebody. It was not Briscoe Singh. Petrie. Oh, oh, y'all ain't mentioned Kirby Joseph. I thought Kirby Joseph was okay. That was a I other thing. Watch I said. Watch him yet. He was cool. I like Daxon Hill, but I feel like Daxon Hill probably would would be. I can't even put him on in, in the position because like he looks good at nickel. Mm-hmm. Looks really good at nickel, and everything you describing looks like he could be a great nickel. Same thing with Petrie. Petrie could be a great nickel. They're gonna be puzzle pieces in the league. Um, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on Kyle Hamilton. Let me just can, can let me. We since you brought up nickel, I um the the kid from uh, LSU, Cordell uh, Flat or yeah. 
to me, he was more of a nickel than a safety. They got him chalked up as a safety for the next level, but he played nickel probably. He was one of the best nickels I scouted um, outside of the dude from Virginia Tech whose name escapes me right now. But he, he just had the ability to play tight end, play the slot receivers and stuff like that. So and then we can get the Cal Hamilton, who's not the best safety. <laughs> Kyle Hamilton, athleticism, speed, hands, playmaking ability, to me, makes him the best. Um, like I said, in this league, you, you got to be an athlete now. These guys coming out running four twos, four threes. You got to be an athlete. You got Miami, got a whole track team out there. What, what Peachy was like four three two something like that. He was fast. No, Peachy was in the four threes. Something crazy like that. Hmm. Um. Okay, as a pass, like I said, in the passing league nowadays, well, like I said, teams having a whole track team back there. You you got to be able to play the ball in the head. You got to be able to come up. You got to you know you got to be able to do all of that. Not saying that none of these safeties can't, but I just think he's the most athletic one to do so. Okay. Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame. Did he freeze? Did I yeah, freeze? Nah, that's his shit. That's oh. Apple shit. Oh, all right. Are right. you back? You back? Yeah. You like he's about to sneeze? That's why. I... Me? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's he's six three, like about two fifteen, like you said. Fast is all outdoor, so I mean, it's tough to tough to go against those intangibles. But um, do y'all think he can play inside the back as well? Is the question. Pause. I mean, that's not really pause because he's typically you're supposed to be box. playing in the box. But yeah. I shouldn't be asking y'all about him playing in the box. Facts, so. yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. But I thought, see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't because I can't think of another way to phrase it right now. I thought his playing in the box ability was one of the reasons why. I didn't think he was as great as people made him out to be. Especially being that that ain't oh, so wrong. Being yeah. 6'3 and 200 plus pounds. I didn't see that type of intensity. <laughs> Yo, He's struggling, bro. He can't. You get what I'm saying. Y'all get what I'm saying. What I'm I know exactly what you're trying to say. What you're trying not to say. Right, right. <laughs> his eyes, you think you'd be able to better. Struggling over there. <laughs> yeah. There's a hell of a way to put it, but I get yeah. what you I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your understanding. But to uh piggyback back to uh Herb when he said about Kirby Joseph. He ain't the best tackler, but for somehow, some reason, when it's um, me back into a corner, he makes shit happen for your team. He'll find a way to get a turnover or to 
get you on four downs territory. Like he's just fine. Like he get activated somehow and just get to the ball and, and make a play. Yeah, definitely check them out. Yo, anytime I watch a defensive tape, I wonder watching somebody else. Hold up. Say it one more time. Every time I watch a defensive tape, I wind up watching somebody else. Well, like, for any player? Not necessarily for any player. But I started out watching the safety number three in Alabama. And I forgot his name. He wasn't that good. But because he was on a team with, in Alabama, Daniel Rice. But because he was in Alabama, I wound up watching. Fedarian Mathis. Fedarian. I wound up <laughs> watching more tape on, um, Lord have mercy, number eight. Harris. Like, I wound up watching. <laughs> I wound up watching uh, Joe again. Like, I'm watching everybody but number three because I'm watching the defensive date. <laughs> be like that sometimes but yeah we watch so, the if we pick a defensive tackle for next week for Darius is my defensive tackle and the reason why I'm fine if we miss if Jordan Davis did pick before us I'm fine with Darius. No I can't even believe we he all the name and names and everything. It ain't even D tackle week. What is happening right now? Have you not learned from what Herb did? Herb Herb costs us Listen, Arguably the best defensive play in this draft. <laughs> uh, all, all that heard, all that, all that I did was let niggas know. You know what? I could be a GM one day. <laughs> oh, I could scout talent one day. <laughs> like man, killing us, bro. But I told him, what, what did he say when I said it? Don't put nothing in the atmosphere. Ain't that what I said? I'm about, to, I'm about to put some more stuff in the atmosphere. Oh lord, I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Stanging, filthy, wealthy. Real serious. <laughs> Will Smith, our kid, fight at the Oscars, Rich. Yes. <laughs> for all of us, this is our season of wealth. We're coming into it. Facts. Yes. Every last one of us. And um, y'all gonna be happy on uh, draft day because. The Ravens will not be drafting Tyler Lindenbaum. Y'all will be happy. I think never because, mind. Yeah. They drafted Tyler Lindenbaum. Say why. Say why. Right now. Right now. They're not. It's not. It don't make sense. They already have a center. They already have two centers. I, I agree. And they paid them. They have two centers, and they are going out of their way not to play one of them. No, no. Makari's going to start the center. They go out of their way to not play Tristan Cologne. I agree. I guess if <laughs> they put like eight other guys up there at center, and then when it's finally time or the Lamar get the snap thrown over his head, all right, TCC, you're in there now. Like what? Nigga, he just started the playoff game that you won. The last one that you won in the last 10 years, he started that shit. Sheesh. Mm. Put it like that. That's pretty sick when you think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not drafting the center, so I've been happy about that. Just because he said that. Huh? Just because John said that, I think he's drafting the center. 
Hell no. Ain't draft no center. I think with the 20th pick in the first round, the Ravens should like. Don't say the 20th. Not the 20th. So listen, man, we're a month away. I'm sure y'all can start shaping the board a little bit better of how things are going to go right now. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all, we all in agreement that what's the name? It's going top three. We're in agreement that the Cincinnati corner is going before 10. We in agreement there? Yeah. Okay. We're in agreement that Thibodeau ain't making it past eight. I don't know. Not in agreement, right? Nah. No, I don't think we're in agreement there. Good. Thank you. I don't think we're in agreement there. Would you be excited or upset if they packed you think... when they got him? No, don't go get him. If he falls. <laughs> no, no, no. What if, if he fall to 10? No. Person, There's only one person that fall to 10. All right, go get him. But you say he ain't coming out of top three. So. He ain't coming out of three. He gone. I agree. That's the only person I'm going to get. I don't care if they got to go to five. That's the only <laughs> person I'm going to get. I mean that. Anybody else? All right, let's adjust. Let's adjust and reshape this board. Okay. Everybody else? Going to get them. All right. So with that, with, with all this being said, I, I'm trying to tech, I'm trying to test your 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 pissed off meter from. From relax to pushing fences in Philly and throwing phones in Philly. All right. With the 14th pick, the Baltimore Ravens select. I'll give you an easy one. Trevor Penny. Depends on who's available. I'm I'm pushing the fence. I I ain't pushing the fence, but I'm closer to pushing the fence than I am going. We just got we got three tackles. We got three of them. Hey, where? Somebody got to play guard. Oh, Moses. Yeah, we just got time. Moses. I'm bugging. Moses. No, no. Yeah. Push, push, push. Yeah. 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 Moses. Jawan James and uh. I ain't begging on Jawan. Let me my ass on that one. I wouldn't be. All right. Be pissed off. Because then you would tell me that you don't believe in uh, Stanley being healthy at the beginning of the year. You're not trying to rush him back. So then that means when he do come back, he goes back to his left, and then Moses, get your old ass out of here, you go to your right. No, I'm, I'm going to be mad. I'm be mad at 14. Yeah. Now, if you, pull, yeah, if you do what Al said, do what Al said, and then the pick is Trevor Pennant, right, so I'm close to the call. All right, I got another one. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let me let me make it easy for you. No, 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 don't make it easy. Don't, don't make it easy. Don't make it easy. <laughs> Team trade back unless. <laughs> no, no, don't make it easy. At four with the 14th pick. I oh, this is a tough one. With the 14th pick. While him who shall not be named is still on the board. Push the fences. 
fences for real. What? <laughs> I don't give a damn. Brush the fences. If you talking about if you talking about the dude I posted about earlier that could possibly go. No, 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 no. He gone. He gone. He gone. Oh, okay. He got three right. gone. Okay. Come on. He he will right. forever be known as top three. But him who shall not be named is on the board. And at 14, the Baltimore Ravens select. <laughs> so it's Gardner. He's who should not be named. I'm close to fences. You pushing fences? John, I'm what close you doing? To fences. You chilling? I'm chilling. The fuck? All right. Shit. I think, I cool. on. I think you're the only one who's pushing fences. I'm cool with that. I think you might be the only one. Al, Al cooled off on it. Al, Al looking at Al looking at Roll Tide. Just to give him a hint on who him who shall not be named is, is. No, if he's on the board, if he who shall not be named is on the board at 14. That's, and they take that's sauce garden. They take sauce, you pushing fences. I'm being yeah. upset. <laughs> I'm not pushing the fences because that means. Marlon going back to the fucking slot. Marcus Peters going the way he need to go, and then Sauce can go where the fuck he needs to go. Or, or they could play anywhere because all three. Well, when right, we see all Marcus three of them are interchangeable. But all of yeah, they interchangeable. I don't really want to see Marcus Peters on slot, but nah, I like him outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you told him to play somebody from the slot, I don't think he had an issue with it. And I rather had Marlon at the slot. I would too, but. Yeah, he make he so. make more shit happen than anyway. Yeah. All right, last one, last one. <laughs> the Ravens trade back to twenty. All right. Mm-hmm. And by trading back, they acquired somehow, some way. I know I'm dreaming. They acquired another second round pick. Yeah. Glory. All right. Go yeah. All right. He gonna fuck the pickup now. I felt that spirit. I felt that in my spirit. And they pick George K. No. And I'm about to log off. Can I be named was still on the board. I'm about to log off right now. Yeah, you 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 trying to get the whole house to knock over. You think what Will Smith did yesterday was bad? <laughs> I don't care where we at. Somebody get smacked. <laughs> Shut out the server. I'm sorry. I can't see it at 14. I can't see it at 20. I can't see it at 57. That nigga's mm. about to get drafted to the Ravens. Mm. <laughs> I just can't see it. Did he get Tim Williams? Huh? Is that John Tim Williams? Yes. No. Probably, probably a, a rig man, Tim hurt. Williams with a keg. No, <laughs> Shucks, you, know he, man. you know who? I, who I think everybody see him as? It's like AJ Espinosa all over again. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I had in mind. I forgot see, which one of them I didn't like coming around the edge. Was that him or Bradley? Nah, it's one of them I had an issue. I'm like, yo, they don't bend at all. Pause. Espinosa. Okay. They literally the same player. I just can't see it, bro. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't even want to get upset right now. But <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. 
right, might right, not right, even watch the, the season. One. You might even watch the, another team. That wasn't the last one. All right, all right. We're going to log off on this one. I'm going to make it. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. So he who shall not be named is gone. He gone. Top three out of there. Sauce gone. Um, the Ravens trade back to 25. Pick up an extra third round pick. Early third round pick. All right. And with the first pick in the draft, they select David Ojabo. Which is 25. I think I think it's slightly early, but that still might be a win. Long I time. might be defeated. I don't give a fuck. I'll, just, I'll be defeated. I ain't calm. I ain't wild. I'll be defeated. Like nigga, you could have got him somewhere else. Right. Really? I, I, th- I mean, y'all y'all seen the edge class? Edge class is good, but it ain't that damn good. They gonna run early, especially with top three gone. They gonna run. I, I just think I would. I don't know. With him being injured, that's the thing that, that hurt them. If, if you had to set this team before his pro day, I would have been happy with it. Yeah, that's, like, that's I easy. That's why I'd be too easy. Static. But I don't know. If he can't play until potentially, what, November, December? Mm-hmm. Uh, he going to be a rotation piece anyway at the edge. Right. Yeah, no. That's the, well, right now, you got two guys. That would be two guys coming off Achilles. Nah, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think you can afford that. I just don't. I, 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 uh uh-uh. uh. I ain't gonna Am be I wrong for saying I would take EB there instead of um, Ojabo? Uh, I think you're wrong. Only, well, before the injury, you would be completely wrong. But yeah, before that, yeah, I'm talking about knowing what we know now. Before the injury, Ojabo was my 14th. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I think uh, he gone in the first round. Like I, I really think it's gonna be a run on pass rushes, and these guys y'all mentioning ain't gonna be up out of there. Is he the? Is he the gonna be get Ojabo late, or somebody getting him within the first seven picks of the of the second round? I can see that. Yeah, potential. I can see top ten in the second round. Yeah, so. These are all good questions to have. I mean, these are all good problems to have. Like, the fact that we even in some of these scenarios is good is good for me. But I, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we move back into the first. I really wouldn't. We got too many. We got, what, four fourth-round picks? Uh-huh. Five yeah. fourth-round picks? Yo, we moving back. We moving yeah, back yeah. up into the yeah, we moving around. Ain't no way we gonna stay pick, stay uh, stay packed and pick at those spots. It's moving. I, I think we are moving back up into the first. Yeah, so, Al, because you looked at D tackles, John. You looked at D tackles already, right? Uh, some not all. Taywan, you ain't looking none of them yet. Not one, except for Davis. Oh my bad. <laughs> Um, All I'm saying is, it's a possibility that when we had this conversation next week, you will be similar to Al and 
Roland with the similar sentiments about him who shall not be named. First of all, I don't even know who Al is anymore. I thought me and Al was on the same page. I don't even know who he is right now, bro. I don't even know who he who should not be named is. So what? <laughs> He was in his whole damn show. Y'all was, y'all was like, <laughs> what the fuck was we? Let's let. All right, Al. He's bigger than Nada. Okay. All right. Well, I thought she was having a uh, a cold he's, moment. He's big, just slightly taller than Nada. He ran a really fast time. Okay. At gotcha. his size. <laughs> So he plays you. for a song that Ray Charles made. Got you. Okay. Correct. All right. And who was top three? He also plays for a song that Ray Charles made. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Okay. He's going possibly number one. That's who top three is. I thought that was Michigan, but all right, cool. All right, got you. I thought we were talking about Michigan the whole goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. Oh no 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 no! We talk about him the whole damn time. Hey hey hey, Taewon. What if it was a video of him having a Trump shirt on and he fell to us? Would you be mad if we got him? Or... Who? Who? Hutchinson? Yeah. No. If we got him and he had a Trump shirt on, the way by neck, I might go get a Trump shirt too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my black ass out there. Hey, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, y'all. It's never going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to clarify with black people. That's how they go with Trump. Oh, man. All right, fellas. Man. Let's, let's wrap this up. All right. What we got next week? D-Tackles. Might as well get it out the way. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I got for, I, got Darian, I got Perry on uh, Winfrey. So y'all got to figure y'all's out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's petty this time. Hey, no, hey, I don't care. <laughs> hey, um, last week. <laughs> so, so we don't have a second. We don't have a second position, right? Wide receiver. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. I was going to suggest something else, but okay. All right, cool. All right, no, go ahead. No, suggest something else, because we could could say that. So so we go D-tackle. Why don't we go our D-tackle, and we list our top 10 prospects on our board right now. Oh, okay. So every position. Of all positions, top 10 prospects. Oh, that's amazing. In the order. That's fine. Okay. Right. Top yeah, ten, like, like the first ten picks, or no, top ten no. prospects. We top making ten your pros- board. prospects. Yeah. As a Raven, making my board. Not uh, as Ravens. Not as a I'm Raven. Strong. You make this. You Al. You making your board. Who's the top ten players in this draft? Mm-hmm. Oh, the top ten players in the draft overall. No matter. Yes. Like, Drafting them. Okay, got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. They quit. <laughs> <laughs> that Pepsi, man. Yeah. You need yeah, it. get your Pepsi. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be asleep by 9.30. <laughs> All 
Shit. All right. Appreciate y'all riding with us. Follow us on Facebook group, hashtag sideline talk, Instagram at the sideline talk. Black Panic. What do you say, Black Panic? Huh? Do you no, say I Black Planet? I definitely don't worry about it. <laughs> Back for that, boy. Niggas <laughs> ain't that old. Chill out. All right, I'll take this out. <laughs> I'm about to see if I still got my Black Panther page. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> be black, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. <laughs>